I'm Libby Richardson. I'm the Community Stories producer, and I'm here with Erin Bagata. She is our marketing manager here at Radio Milwaukee, but she's kind of got some cool stuff going on in the background when she's not handling all our social media and all the great things that she does. She she has done illustrations for a book that's come out recently, so I'm going to sit down and talk to her about that. Erin, could you maybe tell us a little bit about the book and maybe your illustrations? Yeah, for sure. So the book itself is called STEM Professionals Like Me. Um, It's a children's book, and I'd say it's suitable for children that are anywhere from like four years old to maybe like 10 years old. It's a pretty simple book, but I think the message is pretty inspiring. The book itself is all about STEM careers. It is the second book in a series that the authors John and Sam Scalbeck are working to put together. And the series is called Like Me. And what they're doing with this series is they're writing children's books and they're taking children's hobbies. For example, like one of the lines is sky like sorting stones. So they take a page where they show a children's hobby. And then on the next page, the line is sky could be a geologist like me. So the book compares children's hobbies to professions that they could have down the road. And the first book in the series was called Essential Workers Like Me. Um, And that came out right at the time of COVID where we were all like bunkering down into our homes and our lives were changing. But this is the second book in that series. John is a professor at UW Parkside and he lives in Kenosha. And prior to COVID and these past two years, he he wasn't a children's book author. So this is something that he picked up during this time, just as like something to do and something to do for a good cause too, because the book itself, all the proceeds go to the nonprofit reading is fundamental. And that's a nonprofit that just promotes literacy and accessibility to books for children. And so I guess, how did you get in on this project? I met Sam in college. We both went to UW-Stevens Point, and we've just stayed friends for that time. He is always doing something creative. He contacted me this past summer, and he knew that I illustrate and I do freelance art um, when I'm not working. So he asked me if I'd be willing to illustrate this book for him and his dad. And I said yes right away because... I love drawing and like the mission of this book seemed so inspiring to me. So I was definitely on board. So I started drawing for this book this past summer and the book ended up publishing in December of 2020. And it was such a fun process because like as a kid, I always would tell people like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be an illustrator. And I guess in a way, like I'm an illustrator now, (laughs) but one of the things that I kept in mind when writing or when, um, when illustrating this book was to make the drawings fun, make them accurate to the professions that they're representing, but also make them relatable. And I really wanted like any child to see this book and be able to find the character in it that they see themselves in. So the illustrations are intentionally diverse and inclusive, 
And for me, that was just really fun because I, you know, my imagination was going in all different directions. And I don't even down to like the accessories that I give the characters, you know, I try to make it very different and fun. Ooh, that sounds awesome. How did you go about like laying out the design and the style of drawing? Like, is this like an Aaron style that you usually draw in? Or were you like, I'm going to do something different for this particular project? Right. I think it's a blend of all of my different styles. Um, I'd say like the art that I make for myself and even the illustrations that I make for myself, I have kind of like a humorously like edgy way of making characters and drawing. And I knew for this book that I'd have to alter that. So I think you could see the drawings and you could be like, oh, those are Aaron drawings. So they're slightly different than what I I normally draw for myself. But I drew everything on an iPad, which is fairly new to me. Um, I've always drawn just, you know, pen and paper. So when I was drawing for this book, I was at the same time learning how to use an iPad and learning how to use the illustration program on the iPad. But it was a, I know, a test of my patience at times. Um, It gets frustrating, but with, you know, having the pleasure of using technology, mistakes are easily fixed. And throughout the illustration process, I would send illustrations to the authors, Sam and John, and they would get feedback back to me. And because of technology, I'd be able to make those changes so easily. So even though I was the illustrator, it was still very much a collaborative process with how the book looks. That was my next question was like, how did you guys sit down and decide like, you know, if you're going to have a character doing a certain motion, I don't know. um, Or like, how did you actually sit down and process out what gets drawn? Right. So we had several phone calls and several um, like Zoom meetings to discuss the illustrations. But really, at first, I was giving full reins as to, you know, how these characters are represented and what action they're doing. I had the text to work with. um, But other than that, it was really up to me to determine how the book looked. And I also put together just like the text itself. So I was like the graphic designer, I guess, on this book, as well as the illustrator. So I did a lot of formatting things. Um, But what I did is I I drew out all the illustrations and I would constantly check in with John and Sam. And I mean, for the most part, I just drew everything and then asked for feedback. And I really just appreciate the liberty and the trust that they gave me to be able to, you know, just like bring this book to life. But yeah, like I said, like I just tried to make each character like very different from the next. Has drawing, I think you said something you'd done when you were a kid, was this like something you wanted to always make as a career? Um, Definitely as a kid. I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to be like a ton of different things, right? Like I wanted to be a paleontologist and a doctor and an illustrator. So this was just one of many like dreams I had as a kid. And then like I went to school and my focus was never on illustrating. It was always like a little idea in the back of my head, like, oh, that'd be so cool to be able to illustrate a book or even write a book of my own someday. That's still like a little dream of mine. Um, And I hope to do more of this. It was really fun. I'm someone who really enjoys variety. So to be able to do this while also, you know, working for Radio Milwaukee, it like shook things up in a really wonderful way that I feel like just inspired me to be even more creative. 
so yeah, as a kid, I would like sit down and draw with my grandma all the time. And in school, I was always like the designated drawer for any sort of project. It's nice to like maintain that hobby even as an adult, because I feel like, I don't know, as we get older, sometimes we lose those more creative hobbies. So the fact that I can draw now as a 25 year old and have it like my job, that's pretty cool. And are there any like artists or illustrators that you like take inspiration from or? I feel like this is gonna sound really corny, but it's true. But like, I find inspiration everywhere. Like honestly, scrolling through Instagram, inspiration. Like I follow a lot of tattoo pages even tattoos like that's art that's inspiration as a kid like I really loved the poetry books by Shel Silverstein and do you know like his quirky little drawings like can you imagine those those always stuck with me so I feel like that's got to be an influence at least early on but just as I'm always drawn to faces so if I'm mindlessly doodling even you know I'm taking notes I always end up drawing faces. So I feel like this opportunity was fitting because I had to draw a lot of them. (laughs) I feel like faces are like one thing that I always wanted to draw. I used to draw like little cartoon characters as a kid, but it's like either you end up drawing the same face or it's like, Mm -hmm. I can't replicate the same face (laughs) over and over again. How do you do that? Well, with this book, I actually didn't have to. So I'm thankful for that. But um, no, there wasn't like a reoccurring character from page to page. So I didn't have to worry about making, you know, page two look like the same character on page one. So I'm thankful for that. (laughs) But also like as a kid, I remember like I'd be drawing these faces and there'd always be someone who would come up to me and be like, who are you drawing? And I'd always be like, I don't know. You know, I never like look at something and then draw it. I rather just like, I don't know, pull from my stream of thought, my own head, and I end up drawing a face or a creature and I don't know who they are (laughs) necessarily made up. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me, Erin. It's been really fun talking to you and getting to hear about your art and your work. And if people wanted to see the book or read it or anything, where can they go? Um, So Scalback Books has a website and they also have a Facebook page. Um, The book is also available to order on Amazon. If you look up STEM professionals like me, it'll show up there. And again, like all, all proceeds go to the nonprofit reading is fundamental. So it'll go to a good cause. And then do you have like an Instagram with your art or anything that we can send people to? Yeah, yeah. My Instagram is just my first and last name. So Erin Bogata. Um, And then I also have a website, which you can find by just (laughs) erinbogata.com.